Hi guys, welcome back. Ryan <laughs> just called me a greasy seal. Her hair looks a little bit greasy. You know what? My um, hair actually never gets greasy, but today for some reason, I guess, she just took her hat off and it was like yeah, you know when you wear a hat, you know like your hair stays in one position. <laughs> I was wearing a beanie, so I think the beanie was just like pressing down the oils in my hair and it just okay. looks greasy. Sorry about that. Anyways, so welcome back here. Um. Now, I know we, like, I usually wouldn't talk about this, but I kind of want to talk about this election for a second. Okay, preface, preface, preface this with saying that we do not want to get political on this podcast, and I'm sorry if we offend anybody, but, like, I don't care. <laughs> like okay but also we know nothing about american politics. no listen i know no, no i just found out what the can electoral you, votes okay can you listen? i was gonna say i don't and usually i don't know nothing about canadian politics either like i'm not invested i don't even know the guy who trudeau ran against what is are you kidding me i don't know like big brian <laughs> wait what was it listen andrew here oh my yeah, god no i know and, and jagmeet singh so yeah i usually don't get invested in it i feel like i am only invested now because this is such like a big election because like trump is in it and somebody's trying to like override him and trump and he's coming really close. clearly has like a cult like following him and like i don't know from things i've seen i don't live there obviously so i can't talk on it i don't want to offend anybody or um become like make this subject insensitive you know what i mean yeah because we also don't know like we could obviously be against trump's actions and what he stands for but we also don't i don't know i don't even know enough about joe biden i just know that he's like kind of a better person a better like Like, person but i don't i've seen him from what i've like listened to on the debates like on the yeah but i mean like that's we don't actually do we even know what his policies what he's like projecting is gonna happen i know i know some of them i i read up on some of them like with covid vaccines with abortion like with but then also kamala harris like his uh, vice president has done some questionable things with um prison and you know like i just i just don't like i don't know enough about it but i have been invested in it like i've been refreshing this page like for so because i just want to see like who w- like, I don't know. Okay, it's, very- yeah, like honestly, it's like picking the lesser of two evils, right? Like, it's not like Biden's perfect and uh, like whatever, but he's definitely gonna. I don't know. I think that there's just so much unrest in America right now. It just seems like there's like there's wars between races, there's wars between sexes, there's wars between classes. You know what I mean? And it's all perpetrated by Trump. And people are no people right now are um bordering up their businesses like because they're scary. scared of riots because of a if if i don't know if it's because if trump loses or because i think both if biden wins I think like i think it's both if trump loses and biden wins it's no, the same yeah, sorry thing. i meant if trump loses or biden loses that's what i meant but i think i think it's either way yeah so i just wanted to bring it up um and also i saw this tiktok where this girl was like um this guy the republican was like if biden loses i'm coming to canada and this girl duets it and goes dude if you think biden's liberal come to canada and see how liberal trudeau is like yeah like we have free health care um lgbtq plus rights are protected we um you know there's abortions legal it's in the commandments so it's not going anywhere so it's mm-hmm. just like we and canada's not perfect like we have this no the, i'm not saying it's perfect but i'm just saying it's way more liberal than biden is so mm-hmm. what's up like do you know what i mean mm-hmm. another thing i want to bring up is what is the hype about caring if these youtubers are pregnant <laughs> i feel like sam is obsessed with one youtuber her name's carly bible i don't know if you guys maybe know who she is and sam was like <gasps> She's pregnant. Okay. I'm like, dude, I everyone gets no, pregnant. Listen, I usually don't get invested into this type of, sh- like, this stuff. But, like, I actually love her. Like, you know, you have, like, a role model or mentor. I know that sounds so cheesy, but I've followed her since the beginning. She's become so successful. And, like, I don't know. Like, don't you have that one person, like, that's either, like, a celebrity or an influencer that you're like, wow, like, they're good down-to-earth people. Like, I really resonate. I resonate with everything she says. So when she was like pregnant, I was like, oh, that's cool. When like that Desi Perkins YouTuber was pregnant, I could not care less. Like, yeah, but for people her, were posting about it like she was the only pregnant. Person I know that was in excessive. That was excessive. No, but even with the, this lady no, here, no, not with Carly. Desi, okay. Literally every- I just think celebrities or people or like YouTubers in general, like people act like they're the only people on earth that can get pregnant, and it's like a miracle, like a miracle that they got pregnant. Like I don't. 
I think for Desi it was though, because she was having like issues. Okay, I get that. And like, that's sad and I respect that. But also at the same time, I've just never understood like why you idolize people being pregnant so much, especially people who are like, like famous. It's the same as a regular person getting pregnant and also the names they come up with. What was Desi's uh, baby name? Ocean? Ocean? Like, that's not that bad. There's some there that, like, I don't know. I can't really, uh... At what? American Eagle? Is it the same American Eagle? No, Elon Musk. I don't even know how to pronounce that. X-A- Elon Musk? His name's Amer- X-American Eagle A12. That's his name. Why are you saying American Eagle? That's literally the logo for American Eagle. <laughs> literally. Luna, that's kind of cute actually. Luna, I like that name. Lyra. Anyways. Pilot? Yeah. Pilot Inspector. <laughs> so, I want to discuss something that um, I found very interesting when we put on our story. And I want to talk a little bit about exes. <laughs> Not necessarily about exes, but just about being friends with them. Can you be friends with them? Is it okay if your partner is friends with them? And I'm not going to lie. Um, I was a little hesitant to even talk about anything to do with exes. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just feel like it's weird. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Like I Yeah, don't... it is just you. I don't know. But anyways. So we it's asked... not like an ex is going to listen to this and be like, she's talking about me. We asked the question of, can you be friends? I think I didn't like Smarties. <laughs> We asked a question. You need to stop oh, eating sorry. on the podcast. Like, yo, friend, literally. Okay, let me just tell you a little story before we go into this. I'm editing the it's podcast. Very right now. I'm editing the podcast last week, and all I Did hear. You do it? Yes. Uh, please stop. Please. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm editing the podcast last week, and all I hear is. Fran sipping her freaking tea every five seconds. It was so annoying, dude. Like, editing that, it actually, you know when, like, you get so mad at something that you, like, you're enraged? I was enraged while I was editing it. So please stop eating and drinking while we're recording. Thank you. Anyways, back to the poll we did on Instagram. So we did a poll on Instagram regarding if one can be friends with their ex. And the verdict was, yeah, no, you cannot be friends with your ex. That's what majority said. And I want to touch upon this a little bit just because I feel like, so many people have different opinions when it comes to this. And there's like varying factors as to why. What do you think? I think like yes and no. Like it depends where you left off. If you left off in such like a negative, brutal, like nasty breakup, why would you want to be friends with them? Like kind of thing. Um, if you left off on good terms, I still wouldn't. Like I would never just want Like I wouldn't. I just can't picture myself being friends with, like, an ex. It depends what, like, you count as friends. I can be friendly and, like, civil. That's what I was going to say. If you need me, like, I'll be, like, that's the thing. Like, if you need me, will I be there? Like, probably not. I probably would. Like, if an ex asks me, like, I'm in in this much trouble, I really need help. Like, I would, but. I I don't know. Like, okay, it depends what it is. Like, I fucking, I wouldn't bend over backwards or something stupid. But these are the three things it depends on. Number one, how long did you date for? Number two. How serious were you? Like, was it a kid relationship in high school? Were you almost going to get married or, like, engaged? And number three, how did you end off? Yeah. If you ended off on bad terms, but, you know, it was when you were young and also you didn't date for that long, then I think it's okay to be friendly with the person. I don't think you'll ever be able to be friends with someone that, like, that you dated I don't know. That's, that's just I me. Say, I can like, never be friends with them. Like, talk all the time and, like... No, I wouldn't... No. And it's different because a lot of people have... When they have an ex, they started off as friends. Then they dated and then they broke up. So it's like, well, now our friendship is also lost. But I feel like that's just a risk that you take when you end up dating somebody. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. obviously, you built off that friendship. But can you really still have that friendship when you were like in love with them at one point or like love them at one point especially if now you're with somebody else if you're secure with your relationship and secure with yourself your significant other is gonna is not gonna have a problem with you being friendly with your ex like that means that like if you see them at a party you're not gonna be like fuck he's here and like walk away you know like i personally think that's rude even if an ex did me so wrong i would never like like years later see them at a party or see them out and just ignore them be like no i would still say hi you know what like they were a part of your life at one point and you did like share things at one point and you cared for each other so if i saw 
an ex of mine out, I'd be like, hey, how are you? Like, how's your family? How's it going? Just because, you know, like, you're being polite. You're being friendly. To catch up. Yeah. Would like, I be I would... friends with them? Like, text them and just, like, I don't know. Like, But there's some people who are friends with their ex. Like, they'll text them or they'll hang out with them, like, without any... Like, that's weird. Like, so I don't know. That, that, okay. If you're hanging out with your ex and nobody else, why don't you just date then? <laughs> Well, because they're friends. They're just friends. I don't, I don't know. I just don't know because there's all, there's like tension. There tension? And, yeah, yeah, there's like, like tension, like, like weird, like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't think I would be able to do it. Um, number one, like, that's the first question. The second question was, is it a deal breaker if somebody else or the person you're with or interested in is friends with your ex? And a lot people of people said, said yes. That. For me, it's not unless, like we said, they're so, like, close where... I don't want my current like boyfriend now or somebody that I'm with now being f- so close to their ex to the point where they're telling like personal shit about our relationship oh or God, saying yeah. shit I've, about I've like actually known people like that like, like like oh help me with advice on like with me and Fran if they, if they ever did that I would literally be like okay you have one one chance to cut this tie and like not do that or like then it would be a, a huge deal breaker I think if you're just getting into like talking or be or interested in somebody i don't think it's a red flag but it's definitely something to watch out for if they're still oh my god i've had this situation happen to me literally like not too long ago where like that guy i went out with literally wouldn't stop talking about his ex but if you're in a more serious relationship or more stable relationship at that point are you okay with it like if you're dating a guy for a couple years like and he talks to his ex every once in a while i'm sorry but no. like why do you need yeah, to Yeah, like I'm sorry. Like why would I'm you not, need to unless and like, it's like Christmas? Sounds, unless it's Christmas, your birthday, yeah. a holiday, or someone like passes away, what what's the need? If you are mutually like respectful, like between you, your ex, and your current significant other, your significant other should also have a relationship with that person. Not relationship, but you know, be okay with them. Like, you don't want to be saying happy birthday or like seeing this person at a party or at an outing and say, hey, how are you? And your significant other is standing there like, like looking like an idiot. They yeah, should they obviously they should, know. Yeah. And also they should be comfortable. You should make them feel comfortable being able to go up to your ex too and be like, hey, how are you? Like in that case, it's good. This might sound insecure, but if my significant other was good friends in the way, not friendly, like we're saying, but good friends in the sense of like talking every so often hanging out you know we're at a party and they're outside for a smoke or like a drink with their ex all you're thinking in the head in your head is what they used to do with each other and it just bothers you wouldn't that bother you it would bother me too but i'm sorry so if you had a boyfriend you would be okay with walking outside of the party and them just hacking a butt with honestly yeah no, I'm being straight up. Really? No, I would. I really? would. If it was, it was casual. Let's say my boy, if I had a boyfriend, if he walked outside and he was hacking a butt and then the ex came up to him and was like, hey, can I borrow a lighter? And they just had small talk hacking a butt. That's okay, fine. Yes, 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 yes. But they're not doing anything. If they're flirting and then like eventually I see them texting all of a sudden. That's and what I mean. I'm like, not just at a party like that. I'm just like in general, like if they were friends with them and then you saw them at a party doing this stuff, you'd be like, okay, what the hell? Like they talk and then. Well, it's kind of the same thing. Is it okay f- to have your ex on social media? Okay, yes. I'm sorry, that's too far. Like I'm, a lot of people, so many- a lot of people don't want their like partner or like their boyfriend or girlfriend following their ex on social media, no matter why. What kind of terms they ended in? I don't know. Do you care about that? No. I literally think that's the stupidest shit. No. Like offense. what's what's why. Like, why is that bad? It though? should be up to you if you want to follow your ex. I get it. A lot of people end up, like, disconnecting from them and blocking them and unfollowing them just because it's a thing that helps them get through breakups and because they don't want to see you kind of, like, out of sight, out of mind. But if you're, especially on good terms, like, what's... I don't know. I just don't get the point. Like, there's not really a point of following if you have them. To, if you but... have to... Okay. I feel like we're a little bit all over the place. Number one, it's okay to be friendly with them, in my opinion. Number two... Yeah, it's a deal breaker if you're really good friends with your ex and you're talking to them all the time. But if you're cordial and friendly, then it's not a deal breaker. Like, I'm not going to act like an insecure little bitch. That's also like, being a hypocrite if you can it's be friends the exact, with They can be friendly, but best friends, no. And number three, if you feel like you need to tell your significant other to block all forms of contact from their ex on social media, you have a bigger problem and it's called trust issues because if you have to block every lane, every form of contact, like 
you don't even trust them. Like, they're going to, if they want to talk to each other, they'll find a way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. why and you, if, like, one of them reaches out, then it's up to the other person to be like, listen, like, I don't think it's appropriate or it's just, or keep it friendly, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, and you know what? Like, if you're in a situation where you're dating somebody that has hooked up or has, like, briefly dated or, like, talked to your friends or people you know, it's inevitable. It's going to happen. I've been in that situation, like, and you just have to deal with it. You have to have trust, and that's also what it comes down to. Okay, but they're also, like, those really annoying people who just don't, like, let it go. There's always that one girl or, like, guy in, like, the guy's, like, perspective maybe who just, like low-key like hints out like they, that they've hooked up or that they've been together like and makes it weird have you had that or like flirt no because i've had that i haven't had that because like my ex-boyfriend wasn't friends with anybody that there's this one time that this girl like i said like my boyfriend and i were in the same friend group well, not friend groups this these people are my friends but we're from the same area we know the same people we've like dated and talked to different people so like i'm okay with it i don't care i don't think about that you know what i mean i trust him he trusts me and like we're with each other for a reason but there was this one person that would just be so consistent with like whenever they saw him and made inside jokes and like to the point where I'm like, am I am I missing something? Like, does this person like like him still? Like, what's going on? And my boyfriend's such a nice person that he's not going to be like, fuck off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like then then that's when I get uncomfortable when there's like, all these like inside jokes and like all the every time she like she would see this was like years ago what though. Is this? And every time she would see him, like, she would just be hanging out with him most of the time. And I'm just like, um, okay. Like, I didn't say anything to him because, you know, I don't want to make it seem like I'm insecure and jealous and a psycho bitch. But on the inside, I'm just kind of like, you feel uncomfortable. You have that, like, weird feeling. You know what I mean? You know that feeling? It's, I mean, called, like, it's called seeing red. It's called seeing red. Exactly. That's what it's called. It's not, it's not a jealousy because I'm not jealous. Like, he's my boyfriend. But... It's seeing red. You're just like, oh my God, like, I don't know. This is just such a weird situation. Basically, my advice for this kind of topic is be very, like, responsible and cautious as to what you do. A lot of the times, I feel like relationships end or things get rocky because the ex is involved some way, somehow, and it just causes, like, insecurity. At the end of the day, if your partner is not comfortable with you having somebody on social media or talking to somebody, just don't do it. It's a respect thing. Um, But for me personally, 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 I wouldn't care if my like boyfriend were was like friendly with his ex and like vice versa. Like for myself, um, I don't mind being civil or friendly as long as it stays that way. And like, that's really it. So today we have our very first official guest on the podcast. His name's Gabriel. He is one of the hosts of the Balance Effect podcast. It's based out of New York, which is pretty cool. Um, and like keeping it gentle is really all about like casual conversations and discussing the ups and downs and every thought and thing that millennials go through at one point or another and his podcast really resonates with us too he talks about entrepreneurship and financial freedom and how to find your true passion in life but we'll we'll let him obviously speak more on it himself but yeah we're really excited to have have him on so stay tuned because we're going to talk to him so okay what do you we want to ask him about covid i know that's yeah okay random. we have like no connection to the states whatsoever except for like the news i guess i was curious like what's going on there covid wise like i know that's probably such a like everyone's talking about it it's so annoying at this point but we were like genuinely curious we haven't been able to ask anybody from the states so like how was it there <laughs> um so i can tell you that uh well i'm from new york so it's, it was probably hardest hit yeah yeah we heard the height of it um as far as like the COVID, um, we were going through a lot of stuff. Like it was, we were locked down for a while. Mm-hmm. Right. A while. Like it was pretty bad. Um, the numbers were crazy. I remember, um, I was went to go visit somebody and I saw uh body bags getting. Taken that's crazy. Yeah, we what? saw on the news, and I was like, "That's so like people are literally getting carried out like dead, and people are watching on the streets." That's crazy. I just yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, for us here, we had we had the lockdown, like the initial lockdown, lasted like what. A months. month, like no, I'm at least like two, three months. Two, three months, but like on the news, we saw in like New York and like the states, California. Yeah, it was like we're like holy shit, that's like it's pretty intense. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Like I mean, you had people that 
like I've, I've talked to several people and they said that it was the best thing that ever happened to them right it's like it's like quarantine like, not quarantine just the whole process of it right because um you know we we didn't we weren't as fortunate as um you know our neighbors in canada to get mm. you know so much money to stay home right but right you heard about that yeah. <laughs> like, wow that's crazy i need to move to canada but mm -hmm. um you know it was just crazy like just how people were like unemployment there people were getting paid more to stay home so a lot yeah. of people were happy with it yeah you know, um i wasn't one of those because you know i'm a school teacher so i was still working oh okay uh virtually but um yeah we were kind of doing that you know and that was kind of like the process of it like people were just like traveling and going all over the place because flights were super cheap yeah yeah, yeah. even yeah. our some of our friends too were like what but it's cheap so yeah, it was cheap. I was. I'm gonna be honest with you. I took advantage of it. I took yeah. Um, you're going. You said you're. You said you're going to Colombia, right? Yeah, I'm going to Colombia on two on Wednesday. Wednesday. That's oh cool. nice. Yeah, That'll flight be fun. was like two hundred, two hundred dollars. What? Like round trip? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? So. It was rough. Yeah, we didn't want to like introduce you. We want you to introduce yourself and what your podcast okay. is all about. So yeah, what what is your podcast all about? What motivated you to start it up? Okay, um, so I'll go, since it's funny how you guys talked about um, COVID, right? Um, you know, like, uh, I, I think we can relate to as far as, um, you know, the whole household, like how we grew up. I don't think uh, Hispanics and Italians are that far off when it comes to like that real homegrown uh, mm -hmm. family. Right. You know, this is how you do it. You know, I grew up Catholic, so I'm definitely, guys, you know, you know how that goes and stuff mm -hmm. like strict strict parents yeah very very and strict. grandparents too yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. I, think I got it worse for my grandparents yeah yeah, yeah. but um you know like in that sense like it was just like you know like the the you get indoctrinated into that way of thinking and like it's always good like you have a, your own values and your own cores and understand where you come from but you know we're all adults and we have to find our way of thinking right mm -hmm. find like our own path and i felt like i was just like walking through life i wasn't actually living living life and um what what was my light bulb moment was when i graduated and you know i started working and i had all these freaking student loan debts and i was just like oh what is going on like is this life mm -hmm. you know i'm like i'm in um my early 30s now and i'm just like yo listen i don't want to continue to kind of go this route mm -hmm. so i decided during quarantine to kind of figure out what is it that i want to do and i was willing to put my money where my mouth is i didn't want any help I don't right. want anybody to, to, to do it with me because, like, you know, when you start to mix people up, it starts to get a little fuzzy. Too many opinions sometimes. Right, 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 right. And trust me, as we go along, you'll see opinions. Yeah, it'll try to sway you off your path. But yeah, yeah. It's just like I wanted to find out what could I do using my skills to do something not only that makes me happy, something that services people, but makes me money. Right. So I was at first I started I, I invested. I think it was like almost 10 grand into it, like creating an app, right? This app of how to um, service people to the right podcast, like podcast recommendations, right? Oh, nice. Okay. Into, um, um, you know, basically like motivation and like uh, uh, self-improvement and like, you know, character development, all that type of stuff. So I was investing into that, but like it became like a money pit, right? Because developing, developing an average app costs like 75000 if you don't know yeah i don't have seventy five thousand right now so i was like you know what let me just um put my money towards something that i know that i can do now so mm -hmm. then as i grow i can continue and go towards that app that i wanted to develop right so that's when i i came up with uh balance effect right the balance effect podcast you know promoting promoting self-development self personal improvement self-development personal development um, all through like entrepreneurship and financial literacy. Right. Um, mm -hmm. so, um, I kind of started off on Instagram, like, you know, I, I was like, okay, I know a few people. So I was like, let me get people on Instagram. Cause everybody's home. Nobody's mm -hmm. doing anything, right. Mm -hmm. So I started to jump on lives and I was just like, oh, you know what, let me, um, get on these lives and talk to people about what they're doing. And in spite of, despite of the, the COVID and the height of the pandemic, there were a lot of people that were still thri thriving in their respective fields of business. So right. I was like, okay, let me, let me get on here. And I, and I spoke to a real estate guy. I spoke to a few, uh, fitness. Um, mm -hmm. um, I spoke to, um, this guy that he has his own podcast in Atlanta and they've spoken to Oprah and, uh, Oprah Oh, Oprah wow. Gary Vee. Like, if you, if, if you check, if you check them out, it's called the roommates podcast. They're all about, um, developing men. Right. They talk about like, um, uh, I like them because they talk about like how the genders, the roles have shifted. 
and you know they're getting their own money they don't really need us anymore you know mm -hmm. so we gotta we gotta find our way through all that that crazy stuff so right um you know like yeah and they just took off and i was like okay now i'm gonna get the equipment now i'm gonna get all this stuff and you know i just started to go and i was just like how do i make money so i started to go into like the podcast thing and like these little like seminars and all that stuff and just you know how did people make money and a lot of it was bullshit like it was all like bullshit like people were just giving me like outrageous numbers but they weren't giving me the full food plan it was always it was almost like a click funnel to buy their shit you know mm, what I'm saying? right so, um that's why i didn't like and i didn't want so i was like okay this is what i'm going to end up doing i took a little bit of everything and i just uh started developing and, and i've been growing right now um we're at about 300 downloads on, on itunes oh, wow. um uh my job doesn't define me i just do that to make some money so just want to make that clear but um i like i like that like this, i like that saying that the job doesn't define you mm -hmm. right like it, it shouldn't right it's just mm -hmm. a job at the end of the day like mm -hmm. um i feel like you should be defined defined by your life's purpose right and mm -hmm. i feel like until you find your life purpose you're just gonna do as i was doing, just kind of go through the motions like i didn't want to end up living my life according to other people according right. to other people's standards mm -hmm. you know what i mean like you know you know, I'm pretty, I'm telling, I'm telling, I'm pretty sure that your parents are like, yeah, go to school, do what you gotta do, like, mm -hmm. you know, make a life for yourself and stuff like that. But it's like, the way they grew up is a lot different from where we grew up. So yeah. as far as like, as far as like this, doing this podcast, um, it was more of a gateway into other things that I want to do. Right. So mm -hmm. I actually am in the midst of incorporating a network through the Balance Effect podcast that's developing other podcasts and storytelling and merch and stuff like that mm -hmm. um, so um you know it's 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 i always wanted to go into you know storytelling because i felt like right. that was the best form that was the best way that i i learned in school like mm -hmm. new stories um so i felt like you know if i can you know corner a certain market and you know teach those people how to do things find your life purpose i feel like when you find your life purpose you it's never going to be work at the end of the day right mm -hmm. i don't have a problem talking to you guys for hours like Right. I have so much. I have so much shit to talk about. Like, right. You know what I'm saying, and like, I'm pretty sure I can learn from you guys. Mm -hmm. I'm always seeking information, you know. And that's why I was just like, I hope, I hope these girls don't think I'm weird, right? No. Like, I'm, like, so I was yeah. like, yeah, because I'm like, yo, she's like, yeah, yeah. Can we, can we collab? Can we connect? You know. But it's just like sometimes you gotta kind of shoot your shot and like put yourself out there to kind of continue to grow. You know what I mean? And if I'm, if I'm able to, if I'm able to just spark a fire or or, or help you or give you some type of insight on how to make yourself better or find it what exactly you want to do with this podcast i mm -hmm. feel like i've done my job mm -hmm. no it makes sense and like i feel like i don't want to speak for her but i feel like both of us are kind of in that space like me at least where i'm trying to like find my life's purpose right. and i wanted to bring up your school's a scam episode because mm -hmm. it resonated with me what you guys i think it was two of you talking about what you said about how it's just like you put all your time and energy into going to school and then you have like the part-time jobs to kind of maintain all the school related debts and things finances, like that. finances yeah. and you're going to school to like find a really good job that can really make you money but then like you're too focused on your part-time job and then you end up kind of just scraping by in school or dropping out or like just having a really miserable lonely experience kind of like i did like i graduated but it wasn't like it wasn't fun it wasn't anything that i was like Oh my god like i'm thriving right now you know what i mean and then even after just graduating and her like just finishing school we're still thinking like what job are we going to get is it going to be a job that relates to our degree and is it going to be successful where is it going to go and it's all like jumbled in your head and you're like oh my god and then you have people telling you well do more school like i, I don't know if i want to do marketing or law right so you have mm -hmm. my family my friends will go to law school I'm like well that's even more money even more time that i don't even know if that's really my purpose like in life do you know what i mean so I feel like what you're saying just makes sense. Like you need to find something that makes you genuinely happy. And I know that's kind of cliche to say, but that school to scam episode was really good. I thought because yeah. it just, it just makes sense. It makes you like, think too. It makes, it makes you, you think. think, but, and then some people are probably thinking, okay, so then why'd you go? Like, why'd you go? If you think it's a scam or blah, blah, blah. But like you said, success in our community, our culture, our family is defined by those degrees. Like our parents wanted us to go to these really top-notch schools because those degrees are like what define us or is gonna mm -hmm. define our success you know what i mean so yeah i just really I just want to point that out i, I like that episode it really resonated with what i'm feeling i'm, I'm glad i'm glad it did i, I wanted to kind of like 
I feel like when you become personable and like you start to kind of talk about your experiences, people then to tend to like kind of it resonates with people, like you said. Right. right? I mean, like I, like I said in the episode, like at the time when I graduated high school, I would, this was like 2006, 2007. I did not know what I wanted to do, but my mom was like, "You're gonna go to school," and I was just like, "But I don't want to go to school." And mm-hmm. then it was like, I didn't really do. I like I was kind of more of like the the jock and the clown in school so I was like playing football and I didn't really care I was really smart but it was just like oh I'm smart so I don't really have to do shit Mm -hmm. so um what ended up happening was that you know I didn't get the grades that was going to get me into those prestigious schools right Mm -hmm. I only had like but so many that I was going to be able to get into and then when I finally got like a two four scholarship to UNH it was just crazy like I was just like um I I hurt I got hurt I I ended up um dropping out and stuff like that and mm-hmm. a whole bunch of debt like mm-hmm. no degree a whole bunch of debt i just needed to like get out of that whole situation but i wanted to tell people just listen find your purpose what you want to do if you want to go to school go to school yeah this is not to, this is not to discourage I'm people not trying to discourage yeah, yeah 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 i right. just want to make sure that if you're gonna go to school go to school for the right thing right mm-hmm. let's say like i know i know sam she said she wanted to she, she doesn't know if she wants to do marketing right do be a marketer right but learn mm-hmm. exactly how but get the experience if you want to be a marketer. Mm-hmm. yeah like I, I just had somebody that he's uh in crazy marketer he does internet marketing for he does social media marketing that's the best way to go right now like, yeah build people's pages um connect people engagements impressions find courses that are going to directly impact what you want to do that's yeah. what i want people to understand when you go to school it's more of an indoctrination because when you go yeah. to school right it's like you have to take core classes on based on what they feel you need to mm-hmm. do. I was and just going to say that. Yeah. Going to them and, it's also more theory-based, too. It's not very hands-on. You don't really get that experience. It's more, okay, here's – we're throwing books at you and, like, all this knowledge, memorize it, and then we're going to test you on your memorization. That's kind of what it is, right? And more I, so, like, more of the courses are like that rather than giving you actual hands-on experience. And I also – like, I, I like that I have the degree, and I'm, like, proud of myself, so I'm not trying to – discourage or and do anything like that for people who want to go to school but like what you said I think it doesn't like the learning doesn't just stop at school like you should go out and do what you did um research seminars of things that like you actually like and are passionate about like you with the podcast and the app which brings me to my next next question I was going to ask is what's your one piece of advice for somebody who's either in their field of school or pursuing a passion like you us doing right now What's your number one piece of advice of where to start? Like, how do you mentally prepare where to start? Um, as far as, like, just finding your purpose or just, like, starting a podcast, for instance? Like, finding your purpose. In general. Yeah. Finding your purpose. I think, like, I found my purpose when I was just fed up. Mm. Fed up. Right? Yeah. You, like, one of the, like, the, a quote from one of my mentors told me, um, discontent is a seed of change, right? Mm-hmm. So, basically, like, when you're in a certain point in your life where you're just fed up, where you just don't want to do exactly what you're doing anymore like you just don't want to take it then you'll find your purpose like that was worse for me like i was literally tired of being in a certain situation where it was like i was running around in circles mm-hmm. so it was like that was what it was for me like i feel like you find your calling when it's it makes you happy that's right. another reason why when you find your purpose like like if you enjoy sitting on social media all day or <laughs> if you want to if you want if you enjoy doing being on social media and you like connecting with people commenting doing a whole bunch of stuff right i think then you should do that because that's mm-hmm. what marketers do, right? They find what's the next thing. And then you reach out to certain people like that are doing the same thing that you're doing and right. you try to take little things from them and emulate everything that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. What do you like? What do you think about that since you're the one who wants to go into marketing? Like, I think like obviously he's right. It's all about connections and all about like marketing yourself also, right? Mm-hmm. And when you want to... I think you're also right about when you're angry, that's when change happens. Or I've had times where like, I don't, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, I'll be on, like, even just in class or at school or doing something, I'm like, what am I really doing here? And then I get kind of angry at myself and maybe I'm not pushing myself as much. And that's when the change happens, right? When you're kind of uncomfortable in like a situation, yeah. then you, a switch kind of goes off in your head. Like, this is not what I want to be doing. So I'm going to change that. Whether it be, it could be anything. It could be like, working out you know what i mean if you're yeah. not if you're not happy with something like about i don't know your routine it can be routine like waking up early like anything like that i feel like if you're not happy with it that's kind of like a motive to change it and you know what sucks though too which i guess doesn't suck but 
I feel like all of us can really resonate and the listeners as well is that you have to kind of get to that point of like disappointment or just like being fed up to realize that there's change. I think it's a mental, mental, um, mental, um, the way you're at, where you're at, where you're at, like in that space. Like, I felt like I wasn't in that space in the beginning, like as far as like what I wanted to do. So I felt like I was just going through the motions. But mm-hmm. when I finally got to that point, I was just like, okay, I'm able to move accordingly and do what I want to do. And then kind of things starts to fall into place. And then you start, it's all about the energy and like the people that you bring around you too, right? Yeah. Because if you're around negative people too. So true. You're be downers and stuff like that. That, ends, that tends to be an issue as well you know what i'm saying and where did if you feel comfortable speaking about this like where did you grow up like what neighborhood where are you from the people you were around were they into the same things as you like did they motivate you no um uh okay so um i grew up in a traditionally dominican household mm-hmm. I, uh, grew up catholic um um you know i had a, a very tight-knit family as far as like um grandmother grandfather cousins i have i have a brother and a sister Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uncles, every, every, every coast, we, we, we celebrated things together, but certain things just, um, as far as like my friends, it, I just had a mixture of friends. Like I mm-hmm. went to, um, originally from Harlem, Brizzy just grew up around those, those individuals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they, like the environment that I was in, didn't, like, I saw a lot of things. Yeah. Speak, right? Okay. Like, I see a lot of things that you like kids probably shouldn't see or whatever the case may be, or shouldn't be around. Right. But you kind of rise above that because, you know, you have family, you have friends. It's like you're able, you know how to move in certain situations because you've been around all those people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes sense. So, so that was, that, like, I, I feel like as far as, like, your question, because I don't feel like I answered it, um, uh, I like to answer the question. <laughs> okay, <laughs> go ahead. I'm like, it's, like hard, it's hard because I'm like, I, me and my sister always cut each other off. Like, we're notorious for doing that. So we're like, hey, we got to try not cutting him off. Really and, like, deep listening. Yeah. Sorry, go continue. No, no, no. I, I, I get it, and I do it too. So like, I'm learning. You learn as you go. <laughs> yeah. As far as like, um, as far as my influences, the people where I, I, I was around, no. Like, the, as far as influencing me to what I wanted to do, no. Because, um, as I said, my family doesn't tend to think like the way that I do. I'm very. When you're when you go against the grain, there tends to be that backlash or like that issue. Right. You're not following. The mm-hmm. path that we thought that we were going to set for you mm-hmm. so it's like it's it tends to be very difficult when you realize all that stuff you know what right I mean? yeah no that makes so sense that that was kind of the issue you know what i mean but uh as far as my, my influence i would say um i found more influences outside than in my inner circle like i get like-minded people right that mm-hmm. i brought with me but um definitely gary v um Oh yeah. Uh, um uh AT the preacher, um Eric Thomas. Um I listen to Les Brown, a lot of motivation from him. Okay. Uh, I like Denzel Washington. Um okay. uh uh oh Grant Cardone. That dude is the man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, 10X method, that dude is the man. Mm-hmm. Just like people that always think outside the box, right? Like I feel right. like one thing that we don't get taught is like I don't know if it's like that in Canada, but I know that I feel like they don't teach you how to make money. Mm. like that's they don't teach you how to make money they don't teach you how to make money and they don't again i don't know if it's like this in america but we went to school high school elementary school high school and then like university and they didn't teach we we came out of university with degrees not knowing how to do taxes not knowing how to make real money not knowing Mm. how to deal with insurance people policies things like that and it's like hard for people who want to be like you or 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 us and like start a business start a podcast do something on the side from our career and it's like where do we like investments in this and that and it's like we don't learn that shit you know so it's it's hard right. it makes it harder you they're doing us a disservice people, you keep people oppressed by not teaching them the necessary things it's all about um maslow's laws of uh hierarchy of needs she knows all about that so, that's my so, favorite like, theory you know, ever right and like i'm more of um I have I have a team around me, so I'm more of a I'm pretty I'm more of a YZ manager, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I tend to um, use like certain things that people are good at to uplift them to do the things that I need them to do. Right. Um, and um, I feel like one thing that they don't provide us is like our security needs, as far as like how to secure the bag, so to speak. Mm-hmm. How you how do you move to that next level? How do you become a certain you know, have a certain status, you know what I mean? Like everybody, no one wants to be mediocre. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to 
I don't want to say that everybody wants to live lavish, but every, I'm pretty sure everyone wants to live comfortable where we don't have to worry about anything. But that's like a genuine fear, I feel like, of people. Like, for me, at least, I don't know about you, but, like, yeah. mediocrity, I'm just like, I don't want to be that. You like, want to be something wanna... bigger and, like, be known in the world for something, right? Not necessarily being rich or famous, but even just making a difference, like, making a or difference, a change, exactly. or, like, for the better, right? Right, right. Nonconformity, that's what we try to preach. Yes, on a, yeah. On a, on a, on a, Is that your motto? Is that your, like... Yeah. There we go. You answered a question. <laughs> every Tuesday, fuck conformity. Every Tuesday with the balance. Fuck conformity. Yeah. I like it. That's how it is. Okay, leading it. into the next. So we were talking about inspiration. So who would your role model be, like, if you had to pick one person, like living or dead? I like to ask this. I know you you listed some, but like just mm-hmm. one person. Why? Like you can sit down, have dinner with them, and just ask them a billion questions. And this is actually a hard question because I couldn't answer this honestly if I thought about it. I don't know what uh, I would pick either. I don't know, man. If if I get uh, a role model, yeah, like just uh, someone. Who would you pick? Do you I, know? Know. I need time to think about that. I know, because I'm gonna say something I, stupid. Like, <laughs> listen, I, I'm honestly like I think um, I take a lot of things from um, from different people, right? Um, believe it or not, like if I could, if this person was real, I would like to sit down with him. Um, this is this is definitely not a role model. But Michael Coleone, man, I like to sit with him mm. and talk to him if he was a real person. If he, <laughs> he was real. If he was a real person, right? Right. Like, I think because how, like, I obviously I don't resonate with a lot of the stuff that was going on in that movie. But as far as like the stick to itness with the family, the perseverance, how smart he was, how calculated he was with the things that he did, right? Um, you know, I would like to sit with him. Um, Just that like intricacy. Him. Right, it's that intricacy. Like as far as like just like that movie, like hit so many different things about how you move. Right, in a room full of snakes. Like I don't know if you guys ever read um Forty Eight Laws of Power, but like that mm-hmm. movie is like no. the epitome of that book, man. Like is that a recommendation? Is that a book recommendation? Yeah, yeah, definitely read that. Unfuck yourself. Read that one too. Unfuck and, yourself. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, Never heard that one. Never heard that. Look it up. I I I read, I, but I don't read the books. I like listen. Audio, to them. yes. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I can't sit time. there and time. read. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't have time. But I feel um, you. as far as a, a role model, I think I would have to go with um my uncle, who I consider my dad. He's no longer here. He died from cancer. Um, oh, sorry to hear that. Oh, thank you. It's all good. Uh, he's he's in a better place, much better place than right. I think I am. But um, <laughs> uh. He just was a genius to me, right? Like mm-hmm. he, I could, ab- I would be able to talk to him about anything. And he was like probably the bougiest dude I've ever known in my life. <laughs> this dude spoke six languages. Damn. Dressed sharp. He traveled the world. He, um, he was like 007 to me. You know? 007. Like that. He was like, he was like the Mister Everything to me, and like he was just so smart. And mm-hmm. um, like I felt like he wasn't able to to kind of like really, really teach me the things that I felt like I wanted to learn mm-hmm. because he left me um, a couple of years ago. Right. But like the time that we had together, like is incredible. Like At least you can hold on to those memories and yeah. recognize what he taught you and you did talk about, you know what I mean? Some mm-hmm. people aren't even like, you're lucky, you know, some people aren't, aren't that lucky to have someone like that in their life. So it's good that you can hold on to that. I feel. Right, right. You know? like, it was just great. It was just great, like, just talking to him. Like, I could pick up a phone and call him. And he was the type of person that didn't judge. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's very hard to find people that don't judge. Like, so true. Talk to him about anything. Like, literally, good things, bad things, anything. And anything. He, he was, he was, he, I feel like he had an answer for everything. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> He's like, God. Like, like, but yeah, like, that's kind of how I saw him, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would, I would, I would. Like, yeah, that's amazing. So your answer is your uncle then. Yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah. That's a good answer. Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing that we wanted to ask, which I feel like our conversation is good. It's just like flowing. You're answering all the questions that we we had. So that's good. But just based on your what your podcast is about and just everything you guys talk about, do you think that money can buy happiness? Yes and no. Hmm. That's what I think. I think so too. Yeah, that's what I think. I think too. yes. I I think yes and no. I think I, I don't think money can necessarily buy happiness, but it can contribute to your happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to think that money tends to bring out 
to amplify whatever that person is. If you're a good person, money will amplify that you're a good person. Mm-hmm. If you're a hard person, then if you're a cheater, if you're a liar, if you're a, 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 a hoarder, if whatever, it's going to amplify that because now you're able, you have access. Money gives you access. At the right. end of the day. That's what money is. Um, and I don't feel like it can give you happiness, but it can attribute to it. Like, yes, money can buy your car. Um, Indirectly. Indirectly, it could, it, could, it could buy you a nice house. It could, you know, move your family out of the hood. It could give you a better situation. It mm-hmm. could always lead you to even more money. But, I mean, if money made people happy, then why do, um like, rich people kill themselves? I was just going to say that. I was just going to say that. What were you going to say? That a lot of rich people are not happy. A lot of rich people commit suicide because of depression and because of, mm-hmm. you know, their mental health. But they have all this money, but that doesn't contribute to their overall you know, well-being and happiness. Right. And I think that that's something that, I don't know, the whole, like, can money buy happiness topic is something that I think, like, just millennials, people are around our age can, like, really think about. And it's like, yeah, you're focused right now at this age at making money, making money, making money. But it's like, also, don't forget all the little things happening along the way. Like, don't disregard your family, your friends, the good times you're having just because you're so focused on making money and, like, finding this, like, great career that you can move up in. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people just let life pass them by and then that's why these rich people are just like okay now i have all the money but i don't have the loyal the loyalty from people around me i don't have like you know yeah, yeah. does that make sense right no it makes it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. I, I just feel like um with money um it tends to be I, I don't know like i feel like that just money is the root of all evil i think mm-hmm. i think like it's just like if you let you make money money doesn't make you right right? like you make money to help you do what you want to do in life and it does help i'm not gonna say a lie and listen when you have money right let's say if you have money let's say if you were i'll give you a scenario let's say if you guys hit the lotto you guys get a hundred million dollars or something like that right Mm -hmm. how how differently do you think the people around you are gonna are gonna act towards you now that you have money that's a that that starts to bring doubt into that's a good question oh yeah because the people who who didn't talk to you or who really didn't need you at when you didn't have anything are now all of a sudden like appear right Mm -hmm. right right they now you got cousins that you never know they coming from Italy like oh yeah they're they're coming over from Italy they were like flying them over yeah literally yeah so it's like it's like now you have all these issues now Mm -hmm. now it's just like people are going to look for you to solve all their problems now right you have an abundance of money so now now that brings doubt in your head because now it's like are people really there for me mm-hmm. or, or just my money? Yeah. Or just my money. That's one thing. Then you become, you have, you, here comes all, all these rich people problems. You know, you got to have an upkeep of, of certain things now, because now like you're living in a house, so you're not paying what you normally pay for a regular apartment. Now you're paying for light water, gas, mm-hmm. brown stuff. You know what I mean? It's right. It's a lot of things that come with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, and they don't teach you all those things because like they, they say the average lottery winner, becomes broke after three years because mm, they're just blowing it right right yeah right. that's something i would do for sure it. too think about it like, <laughs> like here like new york has the highest tax rate in the country the highest tax point. rate yeah so mm. meaning like which is eight percent and and then like let's say if you get a let's say according to taxes state state and fed and then city taxes and stuff. if you live in new york right in westchester county highest mm-hmm. taxes in the country um let's say you get a hundred million dollars you're only getting like 48 Right. Right. That's true, that, actually. That's after everybody gets their money. Mm-hmm. Forty-eight. Then that forty-eight, you're gonna have to pay taxes on that forty-eight. Right. And then yeah, it's a cycle. It's, it's true. It's like a cycle. Like it's you're, you're right. The money could be the root of all evil, honestly. Right. So Make you happy in the moment, but. No, it doesn't. It, it makes you happy in the moment, but at the end of the day, it's like if you don't know exactly what you're doing with it, if you don't have a purpose, like you're mm-hmm. saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the theme of this. Goes. I'm gonna name this podcast. Your something pur- about purpose. purpose. Nah, cool. I'm cool with that. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna name it something he said about purpose, like finding your life's purpose. Well, that's I think really this is the theme. Yeah, it is. Essentially. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. All right, so we'll end off with a more, I guess, lighthearted question. So, okay. you like to vacation, right? Like you said. Yeah, yeah. I so, mean, what's I, your? I, I try to. I try to. Yeah. So, what's your favorite vacation spot that you've been to? Like, if if we said after. When we're comfortable, we're gonna hop on a plane and like go somewhere like after this full pandemic. Where would you recommend? Over, where, where would you say? Um, definitely go to DR. Definitely go to my country, man. I love it. I've been there. Yeah, we've been actually. I've been to Dominican three times. Three times. You went to Punta Cana. 
Yeah. Does that not does that not count? Because it's too like resorting. No, 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 no. No, I'm just saying. I, that's where people usually go now. That's why I asked. Um, where are you guys from? Wants, there. Um, we're from uh, my. Well, I have some people from well, one half of the family is from San Juan, which is the largest province in the in the country. Then we have people that are from San Juan, which is very beautiful beach. I would recommend you guys going up there. There's a lot of a lot of actually a lot of Italian people have been uh, in, investing up there. A lot of mm-hmm. Dutch, Italian, French. So you get a lot of influx of those in Antibao. Um we have probably one of the best beaches in the Caribbean. Definitely go. Um, the beaches there are so nice. White sand, white sand. Oh, those are my favorite. I love beaches. Have you, been? you haven't been. To Canada, no. I haven't been to... I went... No, I haven't. I no. went once, like, in grade 12. Like, my... I guess you guys call it senior year. <laughs> grade 12. Yeah, grade 12, senior, senior year. year. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, like, that was, like, whatever. We were, like, drinking with friends. So I didn't really get to, like, enjoy the beauty of it. And then I went two times, like, in the past five years. And it's really nice. And I wish, I like asking people this question because I feel like when you go to the Caribbean, like we all go to these like resorts that are so like that you can't really like indulge in the culture. So you saying that like makes us want to like look into those places. I feel like it's nice, you know? I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably one of the safest places you'll go, even though people say that it's not like, um, we're very welcoming people. We, everyone's so nice there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, you can come in and literally, people invite you to their house to eat you know what I mean? mm-hmm. okay well thank you for answering our question <laughs> and no, no, thank you uh, we want all our listeners to go and head over to your podcast and give it a listen because i feel like these small pot not i want to say small but i mean you can say podcast yeah you know what i mean like just people like us you whoever like you can get so much wisdom and just real life experiences from people like you who who share that on your podcast. So yeah, I do recommend that everyone who's listening right now go and listen to the Balance Effect podcast. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. I appreciate you. Keeping it, keeping it, uh, keeping it 100, keeping it. Uh, keep it chento. All right, guys. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I know it was a little bit lengthier than usual, but I feel like we got some really great content in and some great insight and opinions. Um, we hope you like through Gabriel and through like just the conversation in general. Yeah, we hope you liked having somebody else on. Let us know if this is something you like, kind of getting a different perspective. Um, yeah, and I don't want to say a male perspective because that doesn't really matter necessarily, but I think it's also cool to have a male perspective on certain things. So we can definitely have different people on. I think his podcast and what he says really resonates with a lot of us so yeah let us know if you liked it we'll have some more people on the future all right thanks guys bye